One, two, one, one two. two. One, two, Holla. <laughs> Brooklyn Chicks is back. This is Raw Dog Shaw. I'm Brenda the Benda. So, here, this grimy shit here. The other day, Benda and I went into Dunkin' Donuts. Walked in, we ordered some hash browns, you know, something light. <laughs> so, as we're standing here, I don't know if you guys know, but you know they had like the mobile order. So, you place an order on your phone. And then you could just pick it up. You don't have to have any transaction when you get to the store. I think Starbucks does this as well, right? You just come in. Pick, it's a, your drink says your name. You grab it. You walk out. So as we're standing there, I'm looking. I'm like, hmm, this drink looks like it's been here for a while. You know, the ice was all settled at the top. It looked kind of clear. I was like, this drink been here for some time. So Benda goes, oh, yeah. I said, what time has it been here? She's like, oh, since 8.30. So this was like 10.30. So two hours later, I'm like, come on. Adam is not coming to pick this up. Because that was his day with a cup. It was a large iced coffee with, like, cream in it. No sugar. So I was like, yo, I should just take it, right? Bender goes, yeah, man, just take it. Just take it. <laughs> so I'm like, see, I'm mad hype now because she, she gave me the battery. So I'm like, all right, all right, <laughs> let me take it. So I take it, and then she's like, wait, 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 wait. Mad, <laughs> mad nervous. I'm like, yo, what do you mean put it back? I already took it. I'm not going to put it back now. It's going to look sus. She's like, nah, nah, just leave, just leave then. So <laughs> I stayed for a couple of minutes, and I was like, you know what, I'm out of here. I walked out. Then she goes and tells other people that were chilling with, like, yo, look at look at Shaw's cup. Look at her cup. Look at the name on it. Look at the name on it. I was it. like, who's Adam? I'm like, hmm. So first of all, first of all, Brenda's one of those people that, you know, you're about to do something bad. She hype you up and then backs out like, nah, 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 I don't want to do it anymore. After you done put the battery in my back to do it, you go back out, sis, and then go around snitching on me to people? I'm telling you, this tells me exactly the type of person you were in high school. I must say, you about to set it off for somebody, you said it, and then she out on the side. She out. Yeah, yeah, probably, because you know, I was never fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, don't say this out loud. I wasn't fighting. I wasn't fighting. You know I still Martin, so you know it so was you like, hype somebody up to fight and then you be like nah yo you walling out don't fight don't fight live, live. I don't think I was that I, I, I thought this was kind of grimy I thought it was kind of grimy I was like you know what she was like she was I have to tell you I felt but it was just so you cool. felt what what did you I feel I felt a little weird but I when to I say, took I it I thought it was no I didn't feel I mean when you took it I was like Damn, I can't believe she really <laughs> took it. But, I mean, this was like an extra large ice coffee. We knew this guy wasn't going to come, though. But you know, I have to tell And you know, it, it's not like it's stealing, because guess what? If this if this person... Stealing. It's not stealing. What does stealing mean? Taking something that doesn't belong to you. That somebody would have gotten. If Adam would have showed up to Dunkin' Donuts, he would have gotten his coffee. Let's be honest here. They would have thrown that coffee away. That coffee was not something you could drink, even though I drank it. She shoved it all day long. Yo, it's been hot these days. Yo, it's been bad hot these days. It's not like I couldn't buy it because I don't really drink iced coffee. But just and because I've it never, was there. That's the truth, though. I've never seen her drink an iced coffee <laughs> egg and one that was an extra large that she finished. I've never seen this in my life. So, yo, I'm going to tell you, I felt, I do understand where you're coming from. I was a tad <laughs> grimy, but I just thought this was the most hilarious thing. She knows we were dying with laughter. We was like cracking up. She had my other friends. Go to be like, are you serious? This you is classless. classless. 
Yo, that would hurt me to the core when she called me classless. I was like, what? So she went home and reported me to her husband. I sure did. W H A. Whatever. He was not feeling you. He was like, really? Bender did that? I'm like, yo, mad grimy, yo. Your husband is an activist. He's all into this kind of stuff. Whatever. <laughs> So she falsely accused me of stealing. Falsely, uh, folks. <laughs> let's put a poll up. If you take something that's not yours. That was never going to be picked up. Is it stealing? Let me tell you something. I ain't going to lie, though. I've been always thinking about this when I go to Dun- um, to Starbucks. Sometimes they be like, Maria, Maria, Maria. <laughs> I rest it right back and down. a little while they come back around again. Maria, Maria. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm Maria. <laughs> what, <laughs> what is in that bag? I'm Maria. I can use a plain bagel. I'm going to give her the side eyes since then. you feel bad about it, I apologize. <laughs> I don't feel bad. Come on. <laughs> Speaking of falsely accused, this poor man, Dr. Ricardo Quarry, this guy is 36 years old. This is America. <laughs> he trained at Yale as a fellow, and he was accused of lying to a patient to cover up a surgical mistake. Now, this guy is a, he's trained to be a cardiothoracic. Thoracic. Thoracic. Which is like a really fancy heart doctor, right? Yeah, they do heart. They do surgeries on um, esophagus, throat, all these things. And so, black man, you know, born in Jamaica, came, moved to Florida when he was 12. He said he's always wanted to be a surgeon from the time he was six years old. But um, this story came out 2016. This lady falsely accused, accused him. accused him? So, she wanted to have surgery to get the eighth rib. <laughs> Like, I thought see, it was hilarious. I <laughs> sure did not study science well. <laughs> I was like an eighth rib. That's how much you have. Is eighth rib? No. No, her eighth. Like, you know, you have number, you have a certain oh, amount eight. of ribs. Yeah, sorry, eighth rib. Oh, I thought you said eighth rib. Like no, no, word no, no, no. So she um, went to get this kind of, you know, shaved down or cut off, you know, and they did the seventh rib instead. Yikes. And then she had to return so they could do the correct rib. So she said that, you know, he did this. And he was like, you know, he was denying it from day one that it didn't happen. And so as they went through the whole litigations and everything, her lawyer then came out and recanted and said, no, this is not true. And this is two years later. So now it's two years later. So that's why the story is coming up, because now the lawyer is saying that this did not happen and that, um, you know, they apologize per se. But, you know, within these two years, this guy lost his job. Um, he was, as he went to interviews, they would not hire him because they're big on, you know, patients Google their doctors. And the first thing they're seeing is that this guy, um, took out, you know, made a mistake in the surgery. Um, he said during the two years, he was very depressed. He was very angry. And now that he's trying to regain his reputation, they're saying it's very difficult. Because when you think about it, when people Google things, the negative or the, the most um, research, or research the most exactly, gonna is going to keep time. coming up. So his hope now is that now that this lawyer is recanting the story, you know, he's not going to sue the lawyer because he's saying it'll just take too long. I I'm would. sure he wants to, but he's he saying it's going to take too long. Tons of money. 
Yes. And so, yes. And they're saying that this is going to take, you know, it's going to take too late, too long to reverse this damage. So, you know, he's paying a company $900 a month. Mind you, this guy's not even employed. He's paying a company $900 a month to rebuild back his uh, reputation, reputation, reputation company. company Correct. But they just keep searching them on positive things. You know this. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought the story was very sad and Jamaican descendant that you know this lady ruined his life and you know myself I went and googled his name and the good thing about it is when I googled it the, the CNN the, yes the recant came up first a couple of recants and then you see the negative but then if you go like on ZocDoc or one of these things this um this person wrote a review he removed the wrong ribs so I don't know if that's the particular person that <laughs> I, know. I don't know if somebody that read the story about the person herself that said that on the review, but that should be removed. This makes tons of sense, though. You ever watch a show when people are going for surgery and they, like, draw on your arm? I'm doing yes. this arm. <laughs> I'm taking out this breast. And I'm, like, always wondering, like, how can you draw that? I'm taking out the eighth rib versus the seventh. How do you win here? I don't know. Sorry, man. This is sad. But this poor guy, um, hopefully, sad, hopefully he gets sad, back sad his reputation and, you know... He has two daughters. He has to rebuild back his family. Very sad. Because you imagine probably still paying them student loans. And the young guy, thirty six years old, man. Student loans. So, <laughs> you know, they say those doctors get they have a they have a hefty bill in terms of you know their loans and everything else. You know, they got to pay for insurance. So, wish you all the best, Ricardo Quarry. Hope you get your shit back together. You're gonna be great again. You're gonna be sad. great again. So. Another thing that's sad is this concept of, uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this love triangle that happened in East New York where off-duty cop Sergeant Richard Blake um, shot Thavone, Thavon Santana. Good Lord. Um, in were they East black? New York after they were arguing. And not only that, you know, the off-duty cop Blake pulls out his gun and basically shoots this guy in the jaw and then drops something on the ground. Yo. And it was what he dropped was a knife. Oh. He was gonna act like the guy was on his way to stab Pim. him. When he saw the camera, he bent down and picked up the knife. Self defense. He was already man. trying to do like a self defense defense on this guy. He shot this guy in his jaw. I mean, horrible. But the way he did it, because I mean, first of all, the guy wasn't even attacking him. It seemed like him and the guy was like throwing words. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, he just pulls out his gun and knocks the child. Mind you, this is they're, they're fighting over Blake's baby mother. Oh, yeah, they said a girl. They, they did say that. Their son and. Blake is 40 years old. Santana is 21. So his, his baby mother probably went down on a young kid and now he all aggravated. But to shoot this cat in his face? Officer? Yeah. Officer. This is America. But let's be honest. And before, like, you know, we have all these surveillances on 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 buildings and all that stuff. This was going on for some time with these dirty oh, yeah, cops, yeah, what they yeah, do. Yeah. So you don't even know. There's so much of these occurrences that have happened before that we are not even privy to. And now that they're putting cameras on every damn building and everything else, yeah. I guess that's why he looked up and was like, oh, shoot. I picked up the thing, realizing... Crooked cops, man. You know what? He'll get it in jail. They'll find him. This guy's already had two surgeries trying to get his life together. It's, this Who, is the guy he shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this guy seems to be in the wrong place at the wrong yeah, time a lot. I heard on the streets. I've been doing some investigation on <laughs> And I heard this is not his first time at a gun gun corral. <laughs> a gun corral. He's known bullets before, but whatever. Guy got nine lives. Bullets. That's bullets. One of my favorite reggae artists. Vibes got him. Cartel got me. I'm not going to die for your baby. <laughs> You know, as we all know, Cartel's in jail for a murder. They never found the body, but he's still in jail for the murder. And he put up an appeal. And Sean Paul... Shana Paul. ...has decided 
to weigh in on Vibes Cartel appeal. Like, yo, Sean, I just want to say, bro, fall back in your lane. You could never, never be like Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but what's his thoughts? What is he saying in regards to his whole Vibes so, thing? He did an article 15 years later. He's basically saying, you know, an appeal is nothing because his father tried to do an appeal and no one cared about his father's appeal. Sean, um, daddy issues. Um, but he's like, socially, I don't want it to. I think for kids or younger people to be looking at it, it's a little bit of a mess, mind mess. You know what I mean? Because you can't catch the vibe as a kid that the law is easy to get around. But we do have that in Jamaica because there are many cases that the law is sitting there staring you in the face and clearly there's something that's going wrong and the people walk. Yo, Cartel, um, Sean Paul, you know Vibes Cartel. You can't go against this guy. Yeah. So, he better watch his back. On top of that, this is a man that's locked up and still making music every day. This is a five cartel song every day. And you, who haven't had a song since, just give it a like. Ding, ding, ding. That was a good tune. That was that a good was. tune. But what was the last time she had a song? The one with Sia? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he's got a little mainstream now. He's got a little mainstream. So. But come on, cartel is the naughty, naughty, naughty. Shana Paul, we don't want to, we don't want to lose your body. Come on, just keep your lips zipped. Cause you know people gonna come out there for you, gully versus Gaza. You probably not even die though. You probably like in the upper lofty parts of Jamaica. <laughs> be quiet, man. Anyway, light skin. Moving on to another one. Beyonce or Yee. Oh gosh. Beyonce, what they call them now? Yeah, they just some yeah Yee You know, I just want to give you a little shout out on your Vogue cover. You know, she did a whole article about having a baby. She was two hundred and eighteen pounds the day she gave birth to her twins. Oh yeah, Welcome only the twins. Cause let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest, cause she was not pregnant for Blue. But anyways. Oh my gosh. Continue. So she was saying they were in NICU. Her husband was a soldier. He was a strong support system for her. But she had to do the work to get from 218 back to the body that she has. Um, so much work. She became a vegan, gave up coffee, alcohol, and fruit drinks. Let me tell you something. I'd rather give up food than alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> but since she was pa- patient, she enjoyed her full of curves. Blah, blah, blah. She thought it was important. But the good thing about it is, you know, it's just the first time Vogue has ever had an African-American uh, photographer to film its uh, front cover. Oh, wow. Um, and she hired that. So she had the concept of hiring her own photographer, the concept of hiring her own. She did the whole layout. She did everything for herself. Oh, that's so cool. shout out, Beyonce. That's I cool. Mean, you're really winning out here in these streets. And you know, I, I want to see you great. I don't really care for Beyonce like that. But, I mean, when you start to involve black folks within your success, I appreciate that. Even though I think she should I think she should uh, influence more females to be more Afrocentric, I feel. Like, I feel she has that power. And I feel listen natural Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying because I'm natural. I'm just saying but black but girls out there are, black uh, girls out there need to embrace that's how they're embracing themselves with their bundles, okay? No, but that's not we're not European. Why? Why do if even if we have weaves, why does it have to be the long, straight one down to your ass? No, why can't it be a natural like whatever with these curls is take it. I appreciate you. No, you don't. You don't. I do. You don't. Abby, last time she was talking to my daughter on the phone, after that, it was like, I can't. How do they look? How do my curls look? Because your your daughter wants to be great. You're the one holding her back. I'm like, you're the one holding her back. She was like, you answered so quickly. How do you know it's really great? I'm like, because I'm looking at it. It's fine. Anyways, as I was saying before I was really interrupted, 
what I did hear, because, you know, now, you know, Beyonce and Jay-Z's doing on the run tour with them together, whatever. Um, one of my... But before you even say that, can I just say, even thinking, shouting out Zendaya, I don't know if you know her, this girl from Disney, she's been in a couple other movies, she was also in a couple on Mary Claire, so that's cool. Marie being. Claire, isn't that like, yeah. So far, yeah, it's a magazine. Anyways, don't even interrupt me for those Zendaya, okay? Anyways, I heard that on one of the because you know they're on tour. I heard one of the shows Beyonce didn't want to come out because it was like pouring rain. They're doing it at Met, um, is it MetLife? MetLife in Jersey. They're doing it over there at that stadium, and apparently it started pouring. She didn't want to come out. They took she took forever. They thought she was gonna come out. She finally came out at eleven thirty, and I'm like, Beyonce better catch herself, okay? Someone told me that Diana Ross, because, you know, this was in 1983 when I probably was, like, three months or something like that. Diana Ross did a whole show in the rain. I don't know if any of y'all remember that, because some of y'all probably were too young as well. But for Beyonce to act like she's not coming out because it's raining, are you dumb? Don't you think people paid a hundred, how much, hundreds of dollars to see her, and she's not going to come out until 11.30? Get your life, Beyonce. Diana Ross did it. Blazing weather. I'm telling you, when I saw this video of Diana Ross, oh, yeah, she, enough I, respect in Central I, Park, I, and that was a free I, concert. I, I hear. <laughs> that was like here. Y'all should Google that video. That was life. I ain't even gonna lie. Respect it. to Diana Ross. Respect my youth. Respect. So you know, shout out also to Candy and, and Todd. Happy birthday, Todd! Candy did a birthday party for him. Mm-hmm. Um, for his 45th, so they did a Jordan birthday theme. Uh, Jersey and Jordan style party. She had a drum line. She rented out a gym. I thought it was so cool. They both were wearing Jordans. She wore the Jordan shirt and the jersey as a skirt. He wore his Jordan shirt. They had on Jordan sneakers. And they had, you know, all the celebrities were in the house. That was very cute. I thought, very, like, that theme cute. was very cool. Very cool. You know, Kenny had on a sheer shirt with um, the skirt. Kenya was there, but not looking very pregnant. I could tell you that, but. Uh, and she was not dressed. She was not dressed to the theme. Can she we say that? Not. She has a football shirt. Everyone come to theme parties and do not dress the theme. Like just stay home or go to another party. Why come to a theme party and not adhere to the theme rules? And I his, just don't get it. And his coat, his cake was, uh, I mean, beautiful. The Jordan cake box, the the sneaker box. Oh, that's cool. And and the jersey, but instead of Jordan, it said Tucker forty five. So happy birthday, and I'm That's glad cool. to see you guys are still winning after Mama Joyce was trying to separate y'all. I know. Oh, my God. I wish them all the best. That Mama Joyce trying to get a peach. I can't stand her old ass. <laughs> get a peach. That is so crazy. Hilarious. But I forgot to say this. Azalea Banks. I mean, half of us don't even know who Azalea Banks is anyway. What did she do that was great? I still don't know but what you know, she she's does. She's coming after Beyonce out here, and I mean... It's really, she's going crazy, telling Beyonce that her dancers, that her choreography is stolen, that she should hire her because Coachella was cute, but she needs something better. Saying that she's a hypocrite who pro- pro- promotes female empowerment but steals from other women. Mm. Yo, Azalea, I understand, you know, always going on these rants against people on Instagram. What did you talk about Nick Cannon other than his health issues? I mean, this girl is sickly. come against Beyonce, sis. We can't do it. Get your life. Her, her life is over anyway. Oh, wait, life. speaking of life over, <laughs> these Chinese people's life. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> At the new Red Apple Nail Salon on North Street Avenue, their life is over. This is crazy because when I first saw this, my husband showed me the video and I was like, oh, shoot. I was like, yo, you know, this probably is in Alabama. This ain't in New York because, you know, they would have gotten themselves wrecked. 
The next morning, he said it to me. He was like, uh, actually, this happened on Nordstrom Avenue. I was like, what? Instead of on 1046 Avenue. These people are softening out. 1460 Nordstrom Avenue. 1426. 1426. Whatever. Nordstrom Avenue. Yo, these people is getting too soft. I don't know if gentrification is getting into their head, but I was like, yo, why didn't this grandmother rock these Chinese people? I don't understand. But the bottom line is, um, Abby, uh, this lady, I don't know, I forgot her name. I don't know the, the grandmother's name, but she went in there with her daughter and her daughter's friend to get their nails, their uh, pedicure, manicure, and get the eyebrows done. Apparently, she did not like... <laughs> people are still doing tips. What's the problem here? Anyways... So she went into there to, you know, get these services. And apparently one of the services that she received, she did not like, which was her eyebrows. I don't know, they probably jacked up her eyebrows. And I've been in a situation where they make your eyebrows too thin or they jack it up. And listen, if I had a problem, I would not pay for it either. August 18, 2001. What? That was the last time I did my eyebrows. I can see, sis. <laughs> I can see. I don't know how. You ain't that long. Time, but it's perfectly arched. Uh, I beg to differ. But anyway, she didn't like how they did her eyebrows, and she refused to pay for that particular service. So according to her, she paid for her toes, she paid for her nails, and her the services that her granddaughter received. And, yo, I guess Ching Lee wasn't having it. <laughs> she was like, no, you're going to pay for everything. And apparently they were arguing, and you can see the video. You can see the video, try to leave the store, and then it, that's when it got hectic. Yo, these Chinese people went. It was like a kung fu movie. Everybody grabbed the stick. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where. I don't know where they got these sticks from, but everybody had a stick all of a sudden, <laughs> and they started pouncing on these people. Yo, I don't. Yo, these people look like rag dolls. These, I mean. I'm kind of upset that they did not represent. I must say, I'm, I'm very disappointed. Very disappointed. Like, these people was holding them, beating them with the sticks. Um, they, allegedly, they threw acetone on um, the, the the daughter's friend. They threw acetone on her. As you can see, she has scratches all over her arm. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just sad. The sad part is, the Chinese guy was like, oh, we heard Michael Lin. Almost. <laughs> Michael, that's not his real name. Acetone. And he was like... Uh, no, 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 acetone. Uh, maybe, maybe little. Just a little. <laughs> I was like, yo. That was on. bad, but yeah, maybe just a little bit of acetone got in there. <laughs> so, yeah. bottom line is, and power to our black people, they are shutting down this place. They're not, they're, well, I mean, not literally, but they're telling people not to go. The store has not opened up um, as of, you know, Monday, the Monday after mm-hmm. the occurrence. It happened on Friday. Um, August 3rd and it has not opened as of Monday so hopefully we keep this going and we protest continue protesting and please can we do a non-violent protest I saw the video where they're protesting the sergeant is taking away Michael Lynn and this other lady and he ended up getting a Heineken bottle thrown at him I mean come on let's do this right let's do this right yeah and it hit the officer I mean come on now a Heineken come on everybody has come on everybody has a Heineken on North Street Avenue in the middle of a riot in the middle of a protest no justice, no peace. No, <laughs> come on, let's be great again. But Hoi Jong Yen, 32 years old, has been arrested, and Christina Thomas, 21, which I'm assuming is a granddaughter or maybe her friend. Mm. But it's just very sad. But the plan is to not have these people open up, and we gotta be, we have to be more cognizant and more proactive in observing customer service. If you do not get customer service, fighting for 
just to be treated fairly. Because let's be honest, if this was a white, if this was white people there, they would not have done this oh, to no, them. Never, never. And that's what makes this a racial issue because if this was a different race, it would not have happened. And these people come into our neighborhoods. And trust me, I appreciate them. The Koreans, that's where I go get my little, you know, my fruits and vegetables from. Maybe the the West... Oh. Well, Asians. Can we say Asian? I thought the Koreans are the ones that's really at the, the grocery. Korean. I know, we do say that. but Let's just say Asian, just to be correct. I appreciate them in my neighborhood because then you get the things that you need. I get things from back home. I get my orchard orange juice, which I love. Yeah. I get mellow cream butter. I get things that you I need to cook with. Butter? Absolutely. You, you don't use a mellow cream? No. Or glow spread? No. Oh, you miss Where are you from? Anyways. Mellow cream. I don't really eat bread like that, though. What am I supposed to do? But I, but cook with it. Cook oh, with mellow cream. Oh, but Bender ben, ben doesn't really cook, so that's... that's oh, yeah, I know Golden Ray, though. <laughs> So, but these are the places I get these things from. But at the end of the day, you know, we do not have to. Well, maybe I do because where else would I get the West Indian things from? Anyways, <laughs> we need to stand firm that this we are the people that keep these businesses alive. And so it brings us to the topic of the day, which is customer service. Where are you? I'm telling you, especially in these West Indian establishments. All right. You know. I want to say one thing regarding this nail salon brawl. The good thing that has come out of this is that as you go online and Instagram, you see tons of people advertising black nail salons. Maybe people didn't even know exist. And one of the black salons I know of is Barry's. You know, this is like, I ain't gonna lie. Barry's to me, eh, it's okay. In terms of service, you might get like, you know, the West Indian customer service. That's the problem. But they are black owned. Yeah, I'll explain what that is. But you know, you'll get service they do nails very nice toes nails they take their time um nail boutique is another one um that's one that i've frequently visited but i mean i know it's difficult to sometimes go black business or go further and it's probably longer wait times it's probably more money but we have to stand for something here we can't keep giving these other ethnicities our money and not receiving the services that we deserve i'd rather get bad service from my own people than somebody else Bad service to me. All people sometimes feel it's a very, very bad service. <laughs> B-A-D versus bad. It's like, bad. And we've, and we've seen this oftentimes in Major Hype when he does like those little skits with customer service. Oh you go to a Jamaican restaurant. The restaurant. He always does it the restaurant. <laughs> you can't change your order. You got to hurry up. It's just, <laughs> you don't get good customer service. Like something. I remember the first time I went to Sugar Cane on Flatbush. I ordered the snapper. Flatbush? That's the, oh. The restaurant. Isn't that a restaurant? Sugar King? Oh, yes. Yeah, I was thinking footprints. Go ahead. Sorry. And I went, and the first time, i never forget the first time I went there, I ordered a snapper. And at that time, I only used to eat whole fish. I ordered it, and when the lady came out, I was like, oh, this is a filet. I thought it was a whole fish. I don't eat a uh, filet. She was like, is there something wrong with it? I, well, I wouldn't know. I haven't tasted it. I just don't eat this. She was like, I'm sorry, is there something wrong with it? I was like, <laughs> no, but I don't eat this. She was like, if there's nothing wrong with it, there's nothing we can do here. And walked away. So what happened? You had to proceed to eat the filet fish? Hello. Hello, somebody. For 20-something dollars, I had to eat it. And that oh was the last time I ever went back to Sugar King. I never oh, went Oh, you back. never went back? I never went back. But I ain't gonna lie. Sugar King be having some good curry shrimp, rice and peas, and steamed cabbage. That's what I get when I was good here. I never went back. Maybe this is a time for me to go back, but I've never... Well, as customer service improves, that's what you need to figure out. Well, you have to say that. You're the one that goes. I, don't know. I mean, I've never had a problem at Sugar King, but again, you know, I guess everybody needs to speak to their experiences. I mean, and there's these apps, so Yelp, where you can speak to what I'd you've say, experienced. I don't really believe Yelp reviews. It's like, you got to read... Uh, a lot of them to see to what's see common. What common theme is. Correct. Correct. So, I mean, you know, just going... Okay, so the question is, when you do experience bad customer service, what do you do? 
But what can we talk about what bad customer service is? Oh, so let's start with this. We can talk about two different things. You know, we talked about tipping before when you go to a restaurant. And then we can talk about customer service that you receive, like when you go to a store or a business, right? Correct. So, restaurants. What is it we're expected to get here? When you show up at a table, how long should you wait for the wait staff to show up and give you water? How long do you wait no. for them to show up? That should be almost immediately. Up, like, and find out what you want to order. You know, because there's always this uh, wondering between them giving you enough time to look at the menu and then giving you too much time where you're just yeah. sitting there like, I'm gonna die from hunger. Yeah. No, yeah, I'd rather you come to you more often than not. Because, first of all, when you first go into a restaurant, you sit down. It should be you sit down. It should be one or two minutes. It shouldn't be no more than a minute. They come and give you water. Turn your glass over, pour the water. Okay, let me know. I'll be back. I'll give you guys some time to look at the menu, whatever. Come back, request the drinks. Mm -hmm. You guys need more time for appetizers to decide, whatever. Leave, come back. As if they provide, you know, all restaurants don't provide free bed. So come be appetizer. Then okay, are you ready to place your order with your entree now? If not, I'll so be you're back. So giving them like five minutes to go and come. But I feel they should know. They should kind of feel. You kind of read a crowd, right? You kind of read a table. You see them looking around, looking for you. Then yeah, that's a problem. You need to go. So mm -hmm. I think coming more often than not is a, you know, you like it's better if they come and you be like, can you give me one more minute that's and true. then. But then if they come too often, you're like, God, this person just keeps harassing I know. me. But you know, the thing about it is like when you go out to eat, especially sometimes you're in a conversation with the person that you're with that you haven't even opened the menu. I know. Because you're so busy like, da -da 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 -da. you're yeah. like, the menu is there, you want to open it, but it's like, da -da 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 -da. yeah, yeah. And <laughs> talking. Person, you're like, one second, one second, I'm not done yet. <laughs> you're still going, so. That happens often, especially when you haven't met, you know, seen somebody in a long time. You yeah, guys are trying to catch up. It's like it's yeah. difficult. It's difficult. But you know, I think we have to give good customer support in order to get good customer service when mm. you go out to a restaurant. Because a lot of times when you go out, you know, I know myself. I know that I could go from zero to a hundred in five seconds over something that's just like, wait, did she just do that? I mean, <laughs> come on. And I know, like, even when I used to go with my husband, and my husband ordered chicken and they bought steak. He would eat steak. And I'm like, but you didn't order that. He's like, no, no, no. I'm gonna, I gotta eat this. But he did that I'm because like, he... I eat this. They, gonna throw, they, gonna, they, gonna, they might spit it if you sit in the back. And I'm like, no. Well, I'm like, no, no, no. I said these fries are not cooked enough. You probably got... <laughs> you probably got tons of spit laden food. I'm just letting you know. You just don't know it. But like, what don't kill was fattened. He's, like, he's like, no, no, no. The food is good. It's good. It's good. Like, he's afraid. He'll tell the kids, here goes your mother. I mean, come on. I'm paying for my a money. service here. Correct. That's what I think about. When I'm paying for a service, I should get something in return. Even if the wage staff is not having a good day. I mean, you know, I went out the other day. I guess you would call it a date, right? And then the guy was there. And, like, the woman came and she was like, um, you know what you want to order? And he was like, hello, your name is? Oh. Do you know what you want to order? Because you should start, start with like, that. He kept saying, like, hello, your name is? And So this person didn't have a tag. They didn't have a name tag. And this was like a, not a, that's why I said it was like, like a day, because it was like I was at some, the Ritz Carlton. I was just like somewhere just catching a quick break. And he would not stop, because this guy's like very like, what's your name? Customer service. What's your driven. name? What's your name? And the girl was just like totally like annoyed and lost. You could see her face like, why do you need my name? And Excuse he, me? And he basically was just like, like, we're not ordering until we get our name. So. I agree. I, I was just like, and your name is? And when I said it, she said whatever her name was. And then he bon was like, okay, we'll have X, Y, and Z. You know, she was Caribbean, too. 
So then he started Shelly Ann. Giving the rest of the water. <laughs> but you know, you want to expect something when somebody comes to your table. And you know, I'm notorious, and you can say this. And anytime I go out, I always see people's name tag, and I always call them by, by their name. name. Correct. Anytime, even I was at Foot Locker yesterday, I was like, Brian, Brian, come come. <laughs> he's like. Why is she calling me? That she knows me. Brian, Brian, can I get this nigga? You know, I want to connect too with the person that's providing me with the service because when we connect with people that give us something, we're better. Correct. Know? They give Correct. us better. Service. And just in case I need to complain, I need to have your name. Oh, Brian. <laughs> Brian was not fast enough with those Jordans. I, I don't know. I but then, but then when you think about it, and, and that's different. You know, that's places where. They need people to come and, and to uh, provide services because that's how they strive as a business. But then when you go into places like the DMV. Get ready. Yo, I remember one time this guy, this lady was like, next, you know, or someplace like the bank. Well, you could bank somewhere else, but I mean, who's really, I mean, it depends. But they call it next, they call it next. And sometimes you're on the line and you see that this teller, whoever's finished servicing one person. So the person walks away. So you're like, okay, she's available. Let me walk up. This old man walked up. And she was like, did I say next? Was that when I used to work in the bank? <laughs> I didn't call you. Back to the line. You get that kind of service. Um, go back to the line. And the lady's like, anybody else who comes and doesn't get called, you'll get to the back of the line. Like, what the F for you? <laughs> now, that's a little crazy. When I used to work in the bank, when I tell you, I used to work in like the Russian area. Those Russians never wanted to come to my window because I was a black girl. They never wanted. I used to work in Coney Island. They never wanted. I was like, Max, Max, Max. They were like, like they don't hear me calling because we had two Russian tellers. They only wanted to go to them, and I'd be screaming, <laughs> like nothing, nothing, no go. Yeah, nobody, nobody wants you blacky. So in those places, who do you complain to? It's no. It- but in a bank. Or in a you know a chain like that, you can complain. But DMV, back to your earlier set. DMV, no one to you have to deal with it. You're out of luck. You just gotta wait. You just That's gotta it. wait. And sometimes you see that number call, and then you be looking like they finished. I'm supposed to be next. The person just be sitting there like uh, or, or laughing or talking to their other colleagues. Yeah, girl. <laughs> no, no, I'm walking straight up to that. Hey, hey. No, hi. a DMV. You crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna point at your license. You can't trust these people. You just got to, when you go to DMV, you got to set your mind up. But the best thing about it is just go somewhere where the whites are. Thanks. Yeah. Go to Manhattan. I'm telling you, when I first changed my name, I mean, but I still experienced bad customer service. When I went to go change my name, I went to the Social Security office right down Financial District. I went there. It was empty. I got in, in and out. I mean, the lady still gave me grief. Like, miss, um, you need to keep an accurate record of your name. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> Because, you know, I have, like, three different names. My mom's name, my dad's name. I have it on various documents. What is my birth certificate? What is my passport? This is just a result of an unwed couple that had a child. What can I tell you? And she was like, miss, what, what, what name do you want to use? I was like, the new one. <laughs> That's the name, my married name. You need to have an accurate record. I was like, well, I apologize as I am a victim of a couple that did not decide to get married. It's, you know, <laughs> it's so funny that you said this. Remember I told you when I went to Trinidad, I had the problem coming back into the country because on my ticket, I booked my married name. And when I left America, I left when I got to Trinidad, my ticket had, had my, maiden my, name? my passport had my maiden name. I was like, yo, they're not going to let me out of Trinidad. I'm stuck here. Well, let's be honest. TSA failed again or did oh, you? They failed. Yeah. They shouldn't have let me straight through with the wrong name on the passport. But I have to tell you, thank you, TSA, because I would have been devastated if I could All the shit TSA does. And people still get through, man. I would have been I devastated. Get with I, knives. Don't... I heard somebody tell me that sometimes when they do the secondary check later on, people got long 
12 inch knives in their bag it's for a ritual when they get home and let's be honest my cousin travels to the West Indies with his own weed his weed stash what are we doing here TSA we digress <laughs> I get true <laughs> Back to customer service. You know, so the bottom line is, as you said, you know, if you are experiencing poor customer service outside of DMB or... Uh, complain. Let me tell you Complain. Amazon. So the other day I bought a... What did I buy? A programmable Instapot. Like, I'm ever going to use it. But it was a great deal. It was on Prime Day. And what happened is, all of a sudden, UPS started dropping my packages at some stupid access point that I didn't get a chance to go pick up. So they sent it back. So I called the lady. I was like, yo, you sent back my pot. First, I already complained. I got my Prime extended for one more month plus a $10 promotional credit. See? Complain. <laughs> but then I go back into this thing and they send my pot back. So when I go back to order it, now the pot is $100. I paid $64.99 because I bought it on Prime Day. So I called the lady and said, come on. I bought this on Prime Day. I'm not going to spend. You got to give it back to me at the Prime Day price. She gave me a $50 credit. So I ended up getting $54 off the pot. So I got it for $47 or something like that. Yo, that's what's up. Better than Prime Day. <laughs> Customer service. service. But that's you have to complain. I think Ben and I, we, we do this often. If we go to like a restaurant somewhere, even those chains like Starbucks, especially Starbucks, oh, you co- you complain. God. You say, listen, I banged my toe walking to Starbucks. They'll give you three free drinks. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like life. Just take a few minutes to write. Just use As your writing no skills. It's on the bottom of your receipt. Yes, I always write. I always say people's names. Listen, I saw this one. He was, you know, talking to his colleague. He did not service me. And they'll give you free things. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. I mean, we don't want you to become, like, complainers. Like, you know, but for real, when you experience something, we're trying to make this place better. That's it. That's why Starbucks closed down to give uh, racially sensitive (laughs) trading. It wouldn't be better. And I'm willing to help them by getting a couple free drinks along the way. And I tell you, one of the the great establishments that, you know, they're known for customer service is Walt Disney. And when you hear, I mean, people usually train their employees. Some of them use the Walt Disney method on how they train on customer service. And, you know, they say during the interview process, they say potential employees are told that Disney is a storytelling organization. So employees are expected to pretend they're always on stage working. And this means they must maintain happy, helpful and cheerful attitude at all times. If they see something on the floor while they're walking, they're supposed to pick it up, whether it be a napkin, a tissue. Listen, at my job, if somebody see that shit, they're just walking, they're just hopping over it. That's it. I hate maintenance. If, I hate exactly. If somebody is like, you know, asking for directions, you don't point. You kind of open your fingers out to show them where to go. So simple gestures like that, they maintain customer service. And the world knows that Disney goes by this great customer service model, which seems to work. So, so. maybe some other businesses need to take a hold of this customer. Correct. Service. Maybe I should bring this to the Caribbean. I tell this all the time. When I go to the Caribbean, first of all, you know, Caribbean people are so flicking slow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're waiting online. It takes so long. Like, my patience there. And I'm like, this is way too long to be waiting for this. Or they'll be talking to somebody. Yeah, uh-huh, so-and-so. They'll be gossiping while you're waiting. Like, there needs to be some kind of customer service training in these West Indian places. I don't know. You know I mean, Bender says no. But there needs to be. Happen, that's what I'm saying. Because there is no level here. They want to do what they want to do. They're going to live But I think place. if you show people different. Like, you know, my family, they, they own um, their own grocery store in the Caribbean. They're not rich. They own their own grocery store in the Caribbean. And so I think I told, I told I said, listen, Ma, I'll come down there and, and kind of do like a whole customer service revamp. And when people see you're doing something totally different, you ask people, hey, how was your day? And that kind of stuff. Maybe they will follow suit. So I don't know. That might be my plan if I get fired from my job. But we'll Thank see how God that works that out. 
<laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's it. We wrap it up for customer service. What I did want to let you guys know, and I don't know if you guys have seen it, but our new check this is Love Is. Uh, Love Is just comes on the own network. It began on June 16, 2018. And it comes on at 10 p.m. at night. Who the hell is up at 10 p.m.? I'm telling you, I'm like an old lady. Fire stick. Thanks. Have you watched the bender? I did. How could I check it if I didn't watch it? Mm, I'm giving her the side eye. Anyway, this is, I don't know if you guys have seen, of course you guys have seen, Girlfriends, the show Girlfriends, Be and Mary Jane. But the producer of those shows, Mara Brock Akil, is basically her love story um, of her and her husband, of how they met and everything. And it's really like a romantic kind of, uh, well, not really romantic, but it's real. It's real. And of course, these are black, um, this is a, a power black couple. So they talk about, you know, the things they experienced while they were dating, which is pretty cool so i just started watching it i'm on like episode three or four so i'm catching up and so they've been um well for the second season so that's good to hear oh that's good news that's good news. correct so um and i just want to do a quick shout out to black panther who thunk it black panther still still are we still talking about black panther but black panther just became the third movie in all-time history to hit over 700 million dollars in the domestic u.s market so that's a good shout out. The follow number two was Avatar, great movie. Oh yeah, I like and Avatar. Was Star Wars. I'm just not a Star Wars per- person. Just not a Star Wars. No, definitely to get that much money. But Avatar made way much more money than. And I who thunk it that Black Panther was still showing in theaters? Even though it's out on DVD, and it made like twelve thousand dollars one Friday, fifteen thousand dollars the next Saturday. So they're still tallying because Disney still has it in some markets. Wow. So, Yo, shout out. Wakanda forever. Well, that's our show for today. That's it. We'll hear you. Well, we'll hear you, see you. Share us, man. Follow and share us. People are saying, oh my God, it's so good. I just do it every day. But they're not sharing, man. How do you want other people to experience this goodness? Share. Share.